right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Bonnie. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hi, Katie. How are you today? I am doing great. It's kind of a cold and rainy day in Texas, but... It has been a little nasty out. It tends to affect the mindset, the weather. It does. The full moon as well. Indeed. We have to work extra hard to be present to ourselves in these cold, bright nights. That's right. Yes. But it is nice to be able to snuggle up with a little warm cup of coffee. It sure is. And a blanket. It really gives us permission to tuck away and be more reflective and mm, like bears and hibernate. (laughs) I like that. Um, Although Texas is pretty unusual because it was 80 degrees um, like four or five days ago. Yeah, we were wearing tank tops and quite literally I put my tank tops and shorts on. Yeah. It's summer for one day. You just never know what you're going to get in Texas weather wise. You don't. Which is one of the reasons I love it. And you had a nice weekend being able to celebrate Valentine's Day on Saturday with your love. It was a nice weekend, especially with the sun out, like we mentioned. And we had a good old time out and about. You too, right? You went out on an adventure. I did. I went out on a winery tour with my husband and father-in-law. Fabulous. On Sunday. It was so fun. And we really... (laughs) We we drank some wine. No. I know. I know. Well, Probably had... just a sample, right? Just one yeah, of those tiny just, sips. Just a tiny, just one yeah. tiny sip. You don't want to go overboard on no. a wine tasting. Definitely not. No. Keep it on the yeah. minimal. Right. Totally. Good idea. But we did. We had some really fun times and we had some good conversation. And I wanted to bring up something that uh, my father-in-law, Stan, was talking to me about. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking about his Papa Bradley, his mom's dad, one of his favorite people in the world. And he was telling us about... How I never got to meet this man, but he was, his grandfather was like the nicest, most genuine guy. And he said he was always just so full of smiles and happiness. And one day he asked his granddad, Papa, how are you so happy? What's your secret? And he told him his secret was that every day his goal was to make someone laugh. (laughs) That is a great goal. And that he said if he could make someone laugh every day, then he felt like he was accomplishing something and that that laughter just brought him so much genuine happiness. And I could not agree more (sighs) with Papa. Papa Bradley. Papa Bradley's sentiment. Isn't that the best? That really is. And that's really good advice. And I thought that was really cool. So I kind of mentioned uh, the stuff that we've been talking about lately and how our interactions with other people really if they're joyful interactions can bring us so much joy in return they can really fuel your moment like even just a casual trip to the grocery store as you were saying that just now I thought of an interaction that I you know I just went to pick up a few things and as I was in the checkout line I met met this lady (laughs) and we had a great interaction I didn't know her before I wasn't planning on having a moving moment but 
after our conversation, I walked out of there. I was all giddy in the face. And I remember seeing these couple people walking into the store as I was exiting. And I had this smile. I know I was kind of beaming. And I remember one of the people looked at me kind of like, what is she so excited about? (laughs) She's just leaving the store. But that woman just left me with this little imprint. And And it's funny that you say that because, I mean, I cannot tell you, especially when I lived alone um, in Austin, I felt like there was a lot of time in my life that I was pretty down just because I was lonely. Mm -hmm. And I would go to the grocery store with the intention of meeting someone, not meeting someone like that, but like, I remember I would go to the grocery store and just like kind of be really attentive with my eyes open, looking at people. And so often you can find smiles in others and that just that little, those little moments of silly banter, Mm -hmm. silly exchange Mm -hmm. can be super fun. And for both people, usually you need it more than you realize that little bit of spontaneous interaction. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thinking about that, I uh, have kind of also played with the concept of, what is the common goal or a common thread of all people worldwide throughout time? And no matter where... Just played with that little concept. (laughs) What's the one thing? What's the one thing that all people have in common? No, but thinking about, I guess... It's just like, it's no big deal. I just pondered that thought a little. I just dabble in that curiosity. But that I really do. I really feel like that happiness is one thing that that is a common thread of we are going to be born, we are going to die, and in between those two for sures, we are going to try to find some joy. Mm-hmm. And often it's tough. Yeah. It's hard to find what makes us feel joyful. Usually because it spans between a moment of joy and then this bigger long-term joy. There's so much variance in the type of, you know, the little ice cream joy we get from that moment of eating a cone to this long-term joy of these roots I've laid and these seeds I've sown and this much bigger space it can hold. Mm-hmm. And that's such a huge spectrum for us to grasp ugh, day by day. Yeah. How do we find joy in this? I think that's where a lot of the mindfulness culture of today's society is coming from. You know, I don't think that mindfulness was really a word that was being thrown around 20, 30 years ago, but most people have interacted with that word in some way or another today in today's time. And it's just interesting that with all of our social media, with all of the connections, these so-called, I say, quote, I'm I'm doing my quote hands, uh, connections that we have, um, that we're still deeply wanting a sense of community, a sense of connection with others. A real connection. A real connection. So sometimes, like, it's, I could scroll through my Instagram feed for an hour and a half looking at other people's photos, people I know, people I love, yet it's not going to give me the giddy excitement of talking to a stranger in the grocery store. Good point. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. So to look up for a moment, take in what's around us so we can... Just be mindful and enjoy that moment. If you had been scrolling your Instagram in line at the grocery store, you would have missed that. Totally. And you wouldn't have been able to give that to the lady next to you. Totally. And some of those people looking at your smile on the walk in when you were walking out, they probably took that smile, they smiled, and they maybe were able to have an interaction like that themselves. That's pretty cool. Smiles are totally contagious. Yeah. I think that's just really, I really like that. And I know we all have a tough time. I get down on myself. You know, like once a month. <laughs> right. Just every now and again. Just, just like 
just during the full moon on a rainy day. No, today's really been a pretty great day. But uh, it's it's not easy for any one person. And while I think especially it's important to think about the social media thing that it's just people are posting their shiny, happy moments. And it's so easy for us to think that it's super easy for everyone else. Mm -hmm. But really, we're all you know, it's, it's not, it doesn't come naturally to, to many people for a lifetime, maybe mm-hmm. in a, a small period of time it can, but even those people who you think have it all, they probably are struggling with some sort of that themselves. And a good metaphor to that I'm thinking of, you've been to amazing garden centers and wildflower centers and they have fields of beautiful flowers and you can think maybe, how do they have all these perfect flowers? They don't have to deal with weeds or bugs or my garden could never look like that exactly but yes they do they have people on it for their bug problems and their weed problems and their watering daily and they Mm -hmm. make sure they have all the right resources to cultivate that growth and we have a similar slash exactly the same (laughs) landscape of our minds to tend to in the same way it's up to us to make sure that we're not letting all those little bugs sneak in and chomp away our big green leaves that we're mm-hmm. creating. And and that we're not watering our weeds, that when, when we're making sure to pay attention and water our flowers, that when we have negative thoughts, whether it's about ourselves or our neighbors, in our relationships, about our work, those negative thoughts are going to be there. But we have that choice. Mm-hmm. Are, am I going to harbor and focus and go down the rabbit hole of that thought and think about how he didn't take out the garbage and I'm in here chopping the vegetables and what is he doing? Or am <laughs> I going to focus on the fact that he's actually out there fixing my car or whatever it is, wherever we are in life? We have the choice to shift our thoughts. The grass is greener where you water it. The grass is greener where you water it. The grass isn't greener on the other side. Nope. Nope. And if it is, they're probably just spray painting it green. Exactly. There's something behind the scenes going on. (laughs) They're doing extra work. Or maybe they're not spray painting it green. Maybe they're just super extra fertilizing it and taking care of it. Exactly. And And you can too. Exactly. Yeah. So I think those are all really cool concepts. And I just, do too. Yeah. And and just sharing a laugh with a stranger sometimes mm. can be so meaningful. So therapeutic. Laughter, they say, is the best medicine. Mm. I am a strong believer that is the case. Like when I have, sometimes if I'm like coming down from a migraine headache and I have those residual, like it's still a little bit there, but I can't rest anymore. I'm like, I've had it. I just need to get out of my shell. Sometimes I'll put on some comedy radio or stand up that mm-hmm. I know will make me laugh because comedy and laughter are the best medicines for that lingering bit of di- that distracting pain. You can just set your mind off it for a minute and laugh. It's so helpful. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love that. And then hearing the other people laugh too. I think when you have a comedy show, typically you're getting other people's laughter. Oh, yeah. You're not only hearing the jokes, but you get to hear that real Feedback. live yeah. laughter too. So that's cool. And didn't we, we were exploring concepts of like, how laughter is contagious and it doesn't even have to you don't even have to know what is what is quote unquote funny I could start laughing my biggest (laughs) greatest laugh and hearing you laugh and then we go back and forth and we create that's a whole nother thing I want to explore in the yoga realm actually side note there is is laughter laughter yoga yoga, and we've talked about that which sounds really cool Mm -hmm. um Monica was telling me a couple of weeks ago that she and her brother used to play a game where it was like they would just start off a laugh, a really silly, silly laugh. Silly laugh. And then it would just create them to be in like 
we would be in hysterics my mom would just come in and say what is so funny and we're just like laughing (laughs) so hard we can't yeah nothing is no yeah marco's laugh yeah we're just crying so fun she's like my kids are nuts and i love it (laughs) (laughs) i think i think yeah this is normal right do your kids make each other laugh until they're crying and peeing (laughs) i bet so probably yeah always been a little on the weird side a little well to be normal is boring my mom told me that in third grade when i came home and asked her if i was weird oh that's (laughs) cute am i weird she's like i'm not gonna answer yes to that i'm gonna twist this This around this could scar her for life but instead she painted me colorful for life to be normal is boring katie i'm like you're right that's true (laughs) i can buy that i got this own it i don't want to be boring you are so colorful that's great I'm happy we're colorful friends, and we've been friends for a long time, and in those years of friendship, we've done a lot of creative adventures together. Costume making, party planning, uh, craft creations, all sorts of fun things. Some of our favorites, though, have been in the realm of creative writing on road trips. Yes, and that's what we wanted to bring to you guys today for our warm-up. We did a pre-warm-up, and we do this game on the road all the time if you're bored with your friends with your besties traveling down the road we recommend this game so here's how it works I'll explain it because Monica's going to read our story. <laughs> so you get out a notebook and one person, and this can work with two people or with five people or Even however. more fun yeah. and crazy the more people you add. Totally. And it, it doesn't always make sense, but we'll get there. Yeah, you'll- <laughs> <laughs> so you get out your pad and you write two, one person writes two lines down and then they cover up the first line and they hand the pad off to the next person. And then that person is only able to read the second line they've written. And then they write, person B then writes two more lines and then covers up everything but their last line and hands it back to person A or to person C and so on and so forth. So pretty much you're able to only see one part of the what the person mm-hmm. wrote. It's like a constant prompt because you never really know what was said in between and it's like you kind of are familiar with the story because you're creating it too but you never really know what's coming out in that middle line that's mystery so sometimes they make a lot of sense and sometimes they make no sense so we already wrote one of these and we haven't read it yet we've Mm -hmm. we only know 50 (laughs) percent yeah and i want our coin flip to see who got to read it because it's very special the coveted reading position the big reveal yeah so So i'm excited here it goes here we go sorry about the un literally unrolling (laughs) unfolding all these lines okay in a faraway land with her best friend sarah admired the beauty all around her The pond nearby had a waterfall that trickled gently. She heard the soft purr of a kitten. She got very excited because cats were very special to her. She had collected them since she was just a little girl. (laughs) Figurines of ballerinas and fairy princesses filled her imagination. She loved to sit in wonder of the theater in her mind. Many magical creatures would come to play with her when she was lonely. Moth tigers and rainbow fairy children greet her with smiles and plans for grand adventures. 
When Sarah thinks about her life, when she grows up, she hopes that she can continue to radiate the warmth she feels in the safe space of her mind. Wow. (laughs) I loved that. Me too. That's a special story about Sarah. Yes. And we're going to post this story um, on our Instagram so that you guys can see we wrote in different colored pins. Uh, So you can see kind of. You can see the fold marks and how fun of a process that could be for you and your friends. So go check out our Instagram if you haven't been there yet. Uh, Right here, right now. That's like just like our podcast Yeah, that's the name of the podcast. If you're here, you probably know how that goes. Um, But go check out the Instagram. And also, if you have anything you'd like to share with us on our email, that's Moni K. T, the initials, and Moni, M-O-N-I, at gmail.com. And please, we would love to hear um, some of your story shares that we're about to partake in. If you would like to send us stories from previous episodes or from this one, we would be thrilled to read them to you. Yeah. So the game, the interactive, potentially interactive part of our podcast is that we shall creatively write together... With miscellaneous prompts, we'll pull out of a box and see what develops. Yeah. So if you'd like to participate, which we hope that you would. should definitely participate. (laughs) It would be really fun. Go ahead and get out a pen and a paper and get out some form of timer, your phone or a sand timer that you can set to around three minutes. With each prompt, you'll press pause on the podcast. Uh, You'll write using our prompt for three minutes and then you'll come back to us for prompt number two and you'll follow that same scenario with prompt number three and at the end you will have a wonderful fun story a single story using all three prompts yeah you never know what you're gonna get because you're gonna have to find ways to incorporate these zany twists and turns and make it all happen fun in your brain you never know and if you haven't written in a long time let this be a moment that can inspire you to get out your pen and let your brain kind of go somewhere. We like to think of this as a really crazy, zany form of mental meditation. It's a way of just being mindful of observing yourself while not observing yourself, not judging yourself. And it's it's just the coolest, most fun, anything and everything goes. Exactly. So today we're going to be using our writer's toolbox game. They will be, the first prompt is a first sentence to work with. The middle prompt is a non sequitur, so kind of like a curveball. And the last prompt will be the last straw. So something to wind up your story with. So one story uniting all three prompts in some way or another. And writing for three minutes with each prompt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So here's your first prompt. It is your first sentence. I had this system for getting exactly what I wanted out of people. All right. Set your three-minute timer, and we'll see you back here in just a moment. Second prompt is our non sequitur. They were all the same, I decided. Hmm. They were all the same, I decided. Are you ready for your last straw? I'm ready. The day I loaned Morgan 400 bucks. Dun, 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 dun. Good luck. All right. Well, we have a, a couple stories. We sure do have some stories. And we are ready to share them. That was a fun trip. That was. All right. Well, I think I'm going to go first. Okay, okay. All right. 
I had this system for getting exactly what I wanted out of people. First, you must make them like you. This is best done through compliments, given with eye contact and a smile. Flirtation can also work, but that's a slippery slope. After they like you, you must make what you want known, but in a sly, sneaky sort of way. Then you set a bargain. Make it worth their while. People are driven by motivation. They need to get something out of it, too. Once all of these three things are met, they always do just what you want. They are all the same, I decided. Follow the system and get what you want. Well, that all changed when I met you, my dear. You are not like the rest. You are more cunning than I, by far, and you got what you wanted from me, didn't you? I was the one that should have gotten the promotion. I should have been on the boat to Hawaii filming those supermodels. But no, you came into my life and you played me like a fool. Well, I'm here to tell you I'm going to get revenge. I always get my way, damn it. I won't stand to be backstabbed and betrayed. Tomorrow, dear Morgan, you'll get what you've been after. I'll make her like me. First, I'll make her like me. I picked Cindy the super hot supermodel from Daytona. She's not the brightest crayon in the box, if you get what I'm saying, and she was too easy to swoon. She fell for my suave moves in no time. I told her where you keep the funds, and I saw her eyes brighten at the sound of the amount. Then I told her what was in it for her, half the cash. She was game before she even knew she was playing. So, darling Morgan, when you leave on your yacht and realize you're flat broke, I know you'll call me for the money. I already have it waiting. I'll set the meetup spot and, oops, you'll go missing out at sea. I'll conveniently be on location to sweep in and save the day, camera in hand. That photo shoot is mine, baby, like I said. The system always works. Whoa. (laughs) That was good. I was like on the edge of my seat. That was a good one. What a a cunning little person Mm. I became. I don't know. Yeah, that's who I was. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, baby, sweet Morgan. Good stuff. Mine's a little different. (laughs) No. Mine took a turn of some sort. Let's hear it. I can't wait. Yeah, me too. Okay. I had this system for getting exactly what I wanted out of people. First, I'd size them up. Where'd they come from? How old are they? What makes them excited? What frightens the hell out of them? Once these trigger points were assessed, I'd bring in the heavy artillery, sending them all the right stuff, the foods they wanted to try, the trips they needed to take. I was on the verge of something bigger than mere brainwashing. My company started as a simple advertising service for small businesses. My original plan took an unexpected twist when I realized they were all the same. I decided no matter what type of widget we were selling, all the buyers are the same. They want to be told what they want, but they want to think it was their idea. As I started to get in the mind of the consumer, my little advertising firm really started to boom. My clients were selling more products and services than they could get out the doors. It was absolutely groundbreaking, realizing these patterns in our society. How easily influenced the common brain can be to eat pancakes, buy a diamond, or go back to college. (laughs) Who would have thought we didn't want to think? The day I loaned Morgan 400 bucks was the day that changed it all. 
Morgan was my favorite intern who worked to file and call and basically do all the administrative stuff I hated. He was a small, smart college kid working his way through, but still made time for this internship because he had a heart for helping small businesses. That was our mission at the time, and he had grown extra close with a particular client during the startup campaign for their grassroots internet company. Without stepping on any privacy toes, we'll just say it rhymes with... Oogle. (laughs) Anyway, they noticed investors from the marketing field. They needed investors from the marketing field, and Morgan was determined to be on their ground floor. Especially with a logarithm like mine, it it just made sense. And that's the story of how mine, along with many other donations, <laughs> helped kickstart that little old search engine we've all typed into. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how that ended up happening, but we went with that. Google there. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Wow, I'm proud of you. You really got that started. It's a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah. You must be a billionaire. Well, I'd like to keep it on the down low if possible. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you could be on the yacht filming the supermodels. I could be. Maybe I'm funding that whole project. You probably are. And maybe you wrote a story similarly silly and entertaining for maybe just you, but maybe it wouldn't be entertaining for us and other people. We would love if you would send it in to Moni at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed our podcast today, please do like us, rate us, and tell your friends about us. Yeah, that's the way that we're going to keep this rolling and grow our little community that would be so fun to create connections through, to create joy through, and to create creativity through. That's right. And if nothing else, just go out there and make somebody laugh today. I love that. Hey, to end, I've got a joke for you. Okay. Um, Katie, why didn't the lifeguard save the hippie? Why? Because he was too far out, man. Oh. <laughs> anyway, have a beautiful day. And laugh about it. Share about it. Tell about it. Bye. Bye.